And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. You're tuned in to Tapped Out. Hosted by Brendan Tobin and Sean Labine. Only on the BetQL Network. All right, folks, everybody, hold your horses. We have a very, very rare sight. We have a very docile, docile Miami Dolphins fan, Brendan Tobin. Let's observe him as he watches the screen. What a magnificent sight. 1-0, a rare sight in Miami. How does it feel, Brendan Tobin? Feels pretty good, I got to be honest with you, because uh, anytime you beat the Patriots, it feels good. I love I love making Boston sad. It's, uh, I think, something you, you and I can both agree on. I can agree on that. I was doing my nature documentary voice to mock you, but I'm, I'm honestly pretty happy you guys beat the Pats. I'm 1-0, too. Birds are 1-0. I saw that. I saw that you guys look like you uh, had an exciting day out there with uh, the fight man Campbell's. We almost lost the, the late lead like the Eagles like to do, but um, our bet Tua versus Hertz, you're winning right now. I think you, I think he has one, one touchdown, right? One touchdown to uh, he, uh, they went forward on fourth down uh, right at the end of the half. And that was his, uh, his lone TD of the day. Well, I got zero touchdowns and zero interceptions, so you're up by one. Anyways, we'll we'll recap that later. Um, UFC Vegas 60 coming up this week. Corey Sanhagen versus Song Yadong. Pretty exciting card. There's like 14 fights, a lot of bangers. Um, interesting card, too, because this is our last card before an off week. And then Mackenzie Durham and Xiao uh, Yonan. And then an off week. And then Alexa Grasso versus, I'm not sure, I don't remember who she fights, but we have like a great card this week and then four weeks of pretty lackluster MMA. So I'm hoping the boys can deliver this weekend. Yeah, I agree. Uh, seeing that schedule ahead, uh, I'm glad that from my side, I know you're not a big boxing guy. I'm glad there's some yeah. uh, nice boxing matches in the in-between, but it's a pretty lean October up until the pay-per-view. Yeah, man. Uh, rough card. Luckily, I'm getting married. So that that's that's the. Uh, oh, oh, congrats, dude. What day? Thanks, when is that happening? October 1st. I'm missing my girl, Mackenzie Dern, for my girl, my fiance. Understandable. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. I'm not going to complain. It'll be a good night. Um, So, yeah, let's start at the bottom of this UFC 60, Vegas 60 card. A um, couple plays I like here. A few dogs starting with Cameron Van Camp going up against Nicholas Mata. Cameron Van Camp right now, plus one, uh, 175 against Mata's 205. Van Camp had a very tough UFC debut. We actually talked about this when uh, Andre Fialo was going to fight Jake Matthews. Yeah. Van Camp went up against Fialo. Horrible UFC debut for anyone. Um, but Van Camp still had his moments, man. He really stood his own on the feet, showed he had a durable chin until it just was too much. He even cracked Fialo early in the first round. I like him here at the dog odds. He has a four-inch height and reach advantage. He has nine submissions. And... Uh, Great grappling. Like I, I just don't see where Mata's going to win this fight. He's a smaller guy. He has some good crisp striking, but Van Camp's power and reach is going to be too much. If it goes to the ground, Mata's getting subbed, man. Yeah, I mean, Mata just got put away by Jim Miller. Yeah, he gassed years, late. 100 years old. Like, Yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's 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 good value for you. I agree with you. Hope so. I don't know. I mean, this is a fight where it's two guys uh, in their second UFC fight, so I wouldn't put too much money on anything but i think at plus 175 tempting dog odds um so my, the next fight here jillian roberson one of my favorite women's fighters coming in as a minus 145 favorite against maria agapova agapova came into the ufc as a hot prospect everyone thought she was gonna be the next big thing and then in the ufc she's been very lackluster jillian roberson however fighting top competition throughout her entire career proves that if it goes to the ground you will most likely get subbed Agapova, we've seen her struggle on the ground throughout her career. She lost once by submission, once to ground and pound. She only has three losses. So 
66% chance if she loses, it'll be on the ground. And Roberson really increases those odds. I just think the level of experience, Jillian's technical striking, and obviously her ground game, too much for Agapova, who has struggled in the UFC so far. Yeah, I'm a big Jillian fan too. Uh, you know, and she trained for a long time at ATT, which was such a great women's stable. Um, you know, so she does have that good experience. I'm honestly surprised she's, you know, not had more of a consistent career. Like she does have these up and down moments for her. But, you know, if you do have somebody who is susceptible to those submissions, that is, you know, her bread and butter, that is her playground. And uh, and where, you know, she really, really, really thrives. But, you know, she's, I, I had really high hopes for her too. I'm with you. Like, I'm a big fan. I thought that, uh, you know, this is somebody who was going to be a serious contender at one point, just really hasn't clicked and put it all together. Yeah, and I mean, the, the fights we have seen her struggle against, it was against opponents who could hold their own against the ground. I just don't think uh, Agapova is going to be able to do that. I think the Jillian sub prop, it's not out yet. I assume if she's a minus 145 favorite, Jillian by sub will be like plus 120 range, maybe. Um, definitely worth a shot, in my opinion. I think that's how the fight ends. Uh, okay, so next fight here. One of my favorite Pennsylvania boys. We had a lot of Pennsylvania boys on this card. Bill Algio coming in at a underdog plus 100 barely but still dog odds against uh, andre feely who's a minus 120 i actually haven't checked the odds this morning this is from my notes last night i have a feeling algio is not going to be an underdog here long there's no reason he should be we've seen algio have insane just absolutely insane cardio and endurance like dude does not get tired he can throw sloppy punches for 15 minutes straight he's fine uh, very very relentless pace he doesn't stop throwing punches. He caters to judges' styles. He wins rounds. And then, obviously, the Algeo MMA and King of Prussia, great jiu-jitsu. We've seen him uh, light people up on the mat, including Herbert Burns' his last time out. Andre Feely won three and one in his last five. Just got brutally knocked out to uh, Brito. He really settles on his back, too, when he gets on the ground. I think he's going to lose a lot of time in this fight. I don't think the judges are going to like it. Algeo all day. Was Algio, was that the fight where Herbert Burns was just like, he got yelled at by his brother that he was that exhausted? Yeah, he just quit. That was crazy. I yeah. remember that matchup. That was a wild one. Algio is still a slight dog as of right now, but you said it's like very close to where it could flip. He's plus 102 right now, Feely minus 130 um, as of Wednesday morning. But yeah, like that was that was wild watching, uh, watching him against Herbert Burns where Herbert's just like, they're begging him to basically get through the fight. You got a little MMA math too with Brito because he's beating him where Feely's yep. lost to him. So if you if you buy into that, but Feely, I mean, like, do you, you know, Feely's kind of been in there with the the who's who top competition? Do you like do you worry about that at all of, of step up just because of he's got the experience, or do you think that Algio's just got enough that they're just at two different points of their career? Uh, yeah, I truthfully think Algio is going to be just too much all around. Um, and it's not like Algio's competition level has been. Complete cans. Like he just beat up Little Burns. Uh, before that, he beat up Jonathan Brito. Brito is like a fantastic MMA fighter. Uh, obviously, he knocked out Feely, but before that, he was like one of the hottest prospects in the UFC until Algio shut him up. He stopped the hype. So, yeah, man. Algio, Algio train all day, dude. I don't, I don't think Feely's experience is going to help him here. Did they ever find out? Did like Herbert Burns have an injury on that, or was that just strictly fatigue? I, they never released any like official diagnosis, but yeah, they said his knee was. Uh, messed up or whatever they said so i don't that's, know that's wild i remember watching him fight the titan down here who uh, low burns low burns yeah low burns i remember i was like oh, i was excited when he got uh when he made it to the big show obviously everybody knows his brother's a killer uh yeah. but that was uh that was such a wild thing to see not as wild as you know seeing you know nate diaz take breaks during the uh 
during every single round this uh this this past weekend which uh with and the, still with get the, a dub with the old timers fight but it's still it was up there yeah we didn't talk 279 at all but holy crap man that card was nonsense from press conference to weigh-ins yeah. to finish dude i don't know it was like i think it definitely probably brought a lot of intrigue with uh with all of the shuffling i know that like a lot of uh my friends who aren't like fight to fight guys like we are i think that they uh they were more intrigued because of the chaos so i think in a weird way it definitely brought the promotion more attention yeah. but i just i mean I, I just thought the fight cards were terrible I, they like it was it was it was not exciting i thought lee got screwed yeah lee got screwed. Uh, hamzat versus kevin holland it was just a joke yeah wasn't and then fair. and then you know tony's done you know that's 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 just that with him and, and that fight would just it would just look like two guys who were just old and slow dude I, yeah that was a weird fight tony was just turning his back to nate nate was doing his whole like oh, i'm gonna put my hands down and walk away from you thing way too many times it, it was a weird weird night of fights uh yeah. i want want some you money in Okay. Yeah, the only good thing is that Nate comes out a winner, like as far as like storyline wise. Good, you, you know what? He deserves that more than getting crushed by Hamzat, which is great for him. You know, like that's the cool storyline. Any, but as far as the fight quality, whew, how did you do that night? I did pretty good on bets. Uh, I would have went like seven for seven if Jay Collier wouldn't have did whatever he did against Chris Barnett, which was awesome to watch. Uh, but now we came out positive. It was, it was good to see Nate Diaz kind of right away into the sunset as much as Nate Diaz can, you know? Yeah. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see what's next for Nate. I don't know if he's going to go to another promotion or box Jake Paul, or hopefully just retire and call it a freaking career. Cause he's done enough, but we'll see. Definitely boxing Jake Paul. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, he probably will. Well, Jake Paul's going to knock out Anderson Silva. I'm publicly putting that into this video. I already put that money down, so cash that early, folks. Sad but know. true. I mean, I, I I, don't know. I feel like Anderson might be the guy that gets him. Dude, I hope so. I, I just, I don't know, man. I'm done betting he's against old. Jake Paul. Yeah, he's old. I get it. He's old. I don't think they take the fight if they don't think that he can, uh, if they don't think he can win. Um. But, you know, Anderson wanted to box Roy Jones for the longest time. Like, yeah. I think that this is something he really has uh, has cared about for a while. But, you know, he's 47 is 47. Well, it's probably the most exciting MMA event or combat sports event in October. So looking forward to that. Um, let's get back to UFC Vegas 60. Talking the main event here. Corey Sandhagen's coming in as a minus 190 favorite against Song Yadong plus 160. I'm a big Sandhagen fan. Have been throughout his whole career. I think he's a perfect Point fighter, perfect five-round fighter, especially for the Bantamweight division. But boy, oh boy, I like Song Yadong more. 8-1-1 one, one in the UFC, best boxing in the Bantamweight division, most power in the Bantamweight division, insane durability and cardio behind that. He's not someone who's going to go throw 30 bombs in the first minute and gas out. He's going to throw 30 bombs in the first minute and follow it up with another 30 bombs in the second minute. Song Yadong's dangerous. He's going to really close that distance. I think he's going to get inside the pocket against Sanhagen. Beat him up. I think he might even finish him. Got enough good takedown defense to uh, stop Sanhagen. And if this goes to decision, I just think the output and power of Song's gonna gonna sway it his way. Wow, that's that's ballsy on your part. It's bold. I mean, it is bold. It is bold because I think I I honestly think Sanhagen's championship quality. Like I love him just like you do. Uh, and he's just he's so versatile. He's got just he, he's got so many tricks in his bag. Um, when you mentioned about Song's cardio this being a main event fight, like this is always a question of guys who don't do a ton. He did one way back in the day. 
uh, a five rounder, but mostly let's just say his UFC career has never been five rounds. Sure. Um, knowing that you're confident in his cardio, are you confident in five round cardio? Cause we know that Corey can handle it. I can't say I am sure it's going to happen. I'm, I can't say in the fourth or fifth round, he's going to look great because we haven't seen song there. You just said that, but yeah, I I'm confident that his training that him as a fighter, that he's going to be prepared enough. I mean, we've never seen him gas in three rounds. We've only seen him kind of get stronger. I don't even know if, just off the top of my head, if we've ever even seen him like dwindle in the third round. So yeah, I'm confident we can get three or four really good rounds at a song. Maybe the fifth round, he cruises a little bit. I also could be completely wrong. Plus 160 play. I'm not throwing a lot of money on it, but I totally think Yadon gets it, man. Well, the thing that's also interesting is with Sandhagen, you know, you're going, it's, it's always interesting when you're like kind of taking that step back. Cause like his last couple of fights have basically been get a shot at the title or been for an interim title. Like now you're back kind of trying to fight your way back into this thing in a really packed division. So that's always interesting on like what motivation factors are on guys too. Um, you know, but I, 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 he, he just impressed me so much with his creativity, you know? And so I do think that if it does get into a slugfest, I mean, you know, you don't just got to be careful because, you never know what this dude's going to pull out. Like it could be a flying knee. It could be a wheel kick. It could be whatever. And I think that that's always a, a dangerous thing, you know, but he is, he's young, you know, Young's durable. He's only 24 years old. He hasn't taken those shots yet. So he's a crazy person and, you know, might be able to handle all of these things just fine. And China needs a new star too. I mean, I'm not saying Whaley's done, especially because she's probably going to get that belt back, but China's a, a very, very big country with a lot of fight fans. They are they are itching for another another big star. I, I hope I'm hoping hoping Song Yudong is their boy, but we'll see, man. Like you said, San Hagen is extremely good. Uh, this isn't a fight I'm going to be sitting on my couch like. Ah, let's watch. Yeah, Song Yudong it feels impossible to not to be an awesome fight. Like, that entire division is just so good. I, I yeah. love I love 135. Any Best match that they can make there, it feels like it's it's impossible for it not to be good. Dude, and they, they keep signing contender series fighters at 135 too. I think they've signed eight of them this year. That awesome. division is stacked. That's my division uh, too. So I'm staying away from that. <laughs> when it, you're uh, aren't you debuting next year? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, thinking about, about it. You're going to get married and then she's going to say no. Nah, uh, she wants me to. She's like, you need to go fight someone. You need to stop hitting the bag and asking me to grapple. I'm like, yeah, I know you're right. <laughs> so we'll see. Um, so, I mean, that, that's it for my plays, really. Uh, I have one more parlay I want to talk about super quick before you get out of here. But Cameron Van Camp, plus 175. Jillian Roberson, minus 145. Bill Algio, plus 100. I'm thinking maybe Song and Dong, you're against it. So, I don't know. Maybe don't touch that one, peeps. Um, we'll, we'll watch that line. It's a good fight. Like, it's something. I, I, I appreciate your boldness on it. Like, it, you know, this is the thing with this division. And I do think that, yeah, you're getting the value on him there, which is – yeah. You know, I think that people are looking at Sandhagen. They think like we think, like I think that we, you know, this guy is, you know, maybe the best fighter in the division. He just doesn't have the belt. But Yudong is up and coming. You know, you're talking about sure. a guy who's, you know, still in his early 20s. So they maybe just haven't been introduced to him on that stage, the main event for him. So these are, these are the types of fights where you don't know it until you know it, and this could be his his in in a way his big coming out party to everybody. Yeah, I, I hope so, but. uh Fight of the night, regardless, man. One of the best scraps you can make at Bantamweight. Um, so as I said, I do have a parlay I want to throw at you. You might you might roll your eyes and scoff or do whatever you're going to do, but I'm going to call it the Philly parlay because we got two Daniel Gracie BJJ guys. Yeah, you're right. Them. I already hate it. I, I, I hate it. <laughs> well, it's going to cash. So 
you, you may as well follow it. G- give yourself some heart insurance, okay? While the, while the Philly boys win, you'll at least be a little bit happy. Um, Joe Pfeiffer making his UFC debut against Allen and Madovsky. Joe Pfeiffer came off of Contender Series. Kid's a freak. One of the best guys in BJJ gym or Daniel Gracie BJJ gym. Hot UFC career. He's a uh, minus 425 right now. You pair him with the other BJJ guy from Philly, Pat Sabatini. That's a minus 109 parlay. Sabatini's going up against Damon Jackson. That's a good fight. That's a scrap right there. Two dogs going at it, but Sabatini's so much better on the mat, better standing up. Damon Jackson's very good at getting sloppy, making it a brawl and uh, clipping his opponents like that. But I think Sabatini's going to wear Jackson down as far as Joe Pfeiffer goes. The power's there, the grappling's there, the height and reach is there. He's going to smoke Emadovsky. So love that Philly parlay. Yeah. Well, listen, you should have at least some Philly parlay that works out for you because Lord knows it won't when the NBA season starts. I didn't even hear you say that. So move on. (laughs) Oh man. Um, One more thing about this parlay though. Daniel Gracie, BJJ. I'm just hyping up my boys. They're 15 and 0 in the UFC between Jeremiah Wells, Pat Sabatini, Andre Petrosky, and everybody's favorite Sean Brady. But you know, they're going to be 17 and 0 after this weekend, adding Joe Pfeiffer to that list. And then Sean Brady fights again. uh, Yeah. Brady's on the, is he on the Oliveira card? He's on, it's 280. Uh, that's the one in Abu Dhabi. Is that yes, the Oliver That's Oliver versus uh, Islam. <sighs> Fire card. That's a good card. Oh, that's the next pay-per-view. Yep. <laughs> All right, well, it's, uh, I guess your boy Anderson Silva versus Jake Paul is the second best combat sports event then in October because that's a great card. Um, but yeah, man, that's what I got for two, uh, Vegas UFC Vegas 60. Anything you'd it, like man. to add there? Any bets you like or you just rolling with me as usual because I'm the, I'm the GOAT? Uh, I'll roll with you. I'm, uh, I'm skeptical on you, Dong, but, uh, you know what? I think you make some good points and I like your confidence in it. Confidence wins them over. It's all you need, ladies and gentlemen, confidence kills. Um, yeah, BT, go get out of here, man. I know you're interviewing Mr. Dustin Poirier's coach. So tell him to make sure Dustin kicks Chandler's ass. So my bet hits. All right. I will <laughs> certainly do that. All right. Thanks buddy. Good to see you. Yep.